Sherman's bomb prayer. Hell no. Sherman, forget it. He's rolling. <laughs> Learn it. Know it. Live it. Are you running a business or a charity war? Leave the gun. Take the cannoli. Uh, Yankees win. Pull over. No, it's a cardigan, but thanks for noticing. Are you a pothead, Farkas? This is live at five. Live yeah, at five. Live, live at five. Thank you. <clears throat> too kind. Yeah, yeah, it's too cold for that. Stop it. <clears throat> so it's a Friday edition of the Live at Five show with your so-called host uh, right here on AM 1240, the News and Talk Authority. Computers working like a charm, like, like uh, never before. Yesterday, just you know, it was one of those days. Just didn't want to cooperate, but it's fine now. Uh, so I'm solo today. There was some. Um, there was a possibility that uh, businessman and county legislator uh, Bobby Ferris might be here today, but uh, well, that just didn't happen. So, but we'll have to schedule Bobby in at another time. Plus, I've been going back and forth with the uh, 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 Congresswoman Claudia Tenney's people. Originally, she was supposed to be in on Tuesday in person, and then it was Thursday. Now it's back to Tuesday. So, uh, yes, uh, Live at Five will be, uh, and, I'm, and I, I am working, actually I haven't done this yet, but I would love to see if, uh, if uh, the Congresswoman can stop in and speak with uh, Jeff, if she has the chance, or at least call him, because it's been a while. I mean, obviously, you know, uh, with the transition and everything, blah, blah, blah. This time last year, remember, I was doing the Hotline Show and the Live at Five show. I had that honor. Can't believe how, how quickly time flies. Um, so in the process, you know, uh, Jeff has been kind of off the radar when it comes to the Congresswoman. I got to set that back up again. So uh, that's my fault. But uh, nonetheless, she will be in here on uh, Tuesday. So the one thing I spoke with a business person today and uh, I could say this, it's Lori from Acosian Sons. And she says, well, what do you think about the murder? I said, oh, wow. First murder of the year. I says, uh, in Watertown? She says, no, in, in Lowville. I had no idea that there was a, an incident like this in Lowellville, but Channel 7 reported on it yesterday. It happened on January 6th, and a Pennsylvania man will face second-degree murder charge uh, in Lewis County after they investigated the death of uh, yet another uh, uh, Pennsylvania resident. This happened at the Riverview Lodge in Lowellville, which is, under, is for sale. So now it's for sale with a big tape mark around a body. No, nah, just kidding. Uh, in a press release Thursday yesterday, the sheriff's office said deputies were called to Ridgeview Lodge late on the night of January 6th. That's, you know, remember January 6th is the big holiday for uh, liberal Americans. Uh, where they found uh, Brandon A. Shepker, 39, of Pennsylvania, dead. Shepker was found in the room he shared with uh, another dude, 24, also of the same town. The men were, it was said to be friends. They've been up in the area for snowmobiling, although on January 6th there weren't many uh, trails that were open. Investigators from the sheriff's office, blah, 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 were involved. He is currently, Van, Van Bergen is currently being held in Pennsylvania as a fugitive from justice. So he's in Pennsylvania right now. He, you know, he, he left the scene of the crime, but he's, uh, he was arrested down there. 
And the question that Channel 7 asks, which is, um, which is where I'm getting this from, uh, why did it happen? Sheriff's investigators Ed Emilio, not to be confused with the uh, sewing machine place on High Street, said that the men had visited Lewis County in the past to go snowmobiling. Uh, that particular weekend, they, they weren't snowmobiling, but kind of visiting and looking for properties. They were both drinking, and sounds like there was a small argument of some sort that led to a physical altercation or fight. Uh... Well, there you have it. That's terrible. Two guys, you know, coming up here looking for, for property. And typically they snowmobile in tandem. And uh, one is dead. And which one is it? Is it the older or the younger? Who had the upper hand in all this? Uh, let's see. Shepker is 39. So, yeah. So, Shepker was the, uh, the victim. Yeah, the 24-year-old. Must have been quicker. No, I'm just kidding. Sorry, uh, not, not a laughing moment. But it leads to me, it leads to my next thing. I've mentioned this before, and this is just, you know, I know some of you say you're talking too personally here about things that go on in your life. Who cares? But I've been watching old episodes, obviously, of the original uh, Columbos with Peter Falk back in the early 70s. The, the show went on for, I believe, six, seven seasons. And I, am, I was mesmerized with that show when I was young. Between the and I, I remembered watching them right from the beginning. Although I didn't see the the pilot, not that it matters, but I remembered the the killers and the the actors who played them. And of course, who could forget Peter Falk in his trench coat? But I saw once again two nights ago my favorite episode, and I'll never forget it when I saw it with my mother, because that's typically when we saw it Saturday nights together, and then I went over to CBS to watch Carol Burnett's show. And by the way, Columbo wasn't on every week. It was part of a mystery movie series that NBC carried uh, with McMillan and wife, McLeod, and uh, Columbo. There might have been a fourth one. I, I can't remember. I think it was just the three, and they would alternate. It was a great, great way. I mean, that, this was in the day when, when the networks actually produced long features. They, they still do to a, to a degree, but nothing longer than an hour. And most, if not all of them, are horrible, like Queen Latifah and... The Equalizer and the new FBI is just terrible stuff. Just they can't hold the candle. These were the days when Steven Spiel, a very young Steven Spielberg, was just getting introduced to the to the industry as a director. Steven Bochco was a producer. A lot of these guys wrote these storylines. And again, you know, only because I've taken a big appreciation in movie making over the years, you could really see how they crafted these these uh, what what I call short movies. A lot of them were like seventy four minutes or ninety minutes long much longer than the normal format, like I just explained. And then, of course, they put commercials in it, blah, blah, blah. So they would go on for two hours, maybe 90 minutes, whatever the deal was. But Peter Falk was, was born to be Columbo. There's no doubt about it. So my favorite episode was on two nights ago. Well, it's, you, again, this is, this is an app. You can turn it on, turn it off whenever you want. It's not like it's scheduled. And it was the one with uh, Johnny Cash. And I saved it. Uh, you know, I saw the one. I can see the icon of Johnny Cash. And I saw all the other ones. Uh, Jack Cassidy was in four of them as a murderer. Uh, Jackie Cooper played uh, a, a senatorial candidate who killed his uh, his campaign manager. A lot, the one the one objection I have to the Columbos is that the reason for them killing whoever it was in that particular episode, some of the reasons were really lame. And and really, as good as ja uh, Jackie Cooper was as as a senatorial candidate, and he was he was excellent. He didn't really have a good enough reason to kill his campaign manager. He was having an affair, and his campaign manager says that's a distraction. You should get rid of her. And then he kills him. The other one, uh, John Cassavetes, is having an affair, a girlfriend on the side. 
and he wants to end it. But instead of ending it, he kills her. I, I, I don't get that. That's a bit much, but, you know, who knows? Uh, and by the way, John Cassavetes and Peter Falk were very good friends, uh, along with uh, other people um, like uh, Ben Gazzara and all those guys. But uh, it's just th- that episode with Johnny Cash. And one thing about Johnny Cash, what wasn't known to be an actor. I, I can't remember anything else Johnny Cash was in. You know, you got, um, uh, uh, what, what's his face there? Willie Nelson. He's done a lot of movies over this. Uh, Honeysuckle Rose. Uh, and, and he was just, you know, he, he, he became an actor. And, 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 but Johnny Cash should have gotten into acting. He was very good in this episode. And on top of that, this is in 1973, maybe 1974. Uh, Johnny Cash was a heck of a good-looking dude. He was about six foot two. He had broad shoulders, uh, jet black hair. You know, he had those dimples and whatnot. And uh, boy, he performed so well as a country star that wanted to get rid of his wife, who, who seemed to be older than he was. But they explained that because he was a drunk. He just got out of jail. She changed his life around. They sang in a choir type, you know, setting. And um, she was spending $5 million to build a new uh, crusade uh, or part of this whole thing, like this church they were going to build. They are going to break ground. But she didn't give any money back to him. He said, you know, I'm really making all the money here. And uh, so he kills her by uh, flying his plane and jumping out in a a parachute that he makes uh, because he was a paratrooper. And, of course, Columbo figures that out later. And then, horrifically, the, the plane crashes with his wife and her assistant. So he kills two people on that one. And uh, at the end, you know, of course, you know, Columbo discovers that he goes back to the site where the parachute was left in the forest. And uh, he puts the headlights on him. And, and he just tells Columbo, he says, you know, Columbo, this, this is a relief. I'm kind of glad that you caught me because I couldn't have lived with this for the rest of my life. I was probably going to confess anyway. And Columbo kind of gave him some slack and says, yeah, you, with a beautiful voice like yours, and he's listening to his song over the radio at that time, you're still going to do good in life. And there's so many good things about these episodes. I know the show came back in the late 80s, early 90s. It was okay, but it wasn't as good. But I wanted to share that with you because, uh, you know, when you have insomnia, like I do, it, there's nothing better than just going to something that you can, it's your comfort food, it's your comfort zone. And it's the things that I remembered as a kid watching it with my mother. And it was good television. And, I, and all the crap that we see today, it's always a good uh, alternative to go back in time and see things that really make sense and put you back in a better place. And I'm sorry for the two people that were waiting for me on the phone. I know I talk too much. I reminisce too much. Like Tony Soprano would say, stop reminiscing. Stop that. But I did. So anyway, that's the latest. Uh, So the murder in Lowville was what led me to the Colombo discussion, just to explain my madness. 755-1240 is the number. Call me back at 5-1240. I did get a call yesterday, a personal phone call from Jason Trainer, who, of course, ran for city council. I don't know where he is. Although at one point I turned into Colombo, he says, there's snow here. I said, hmm, well, he's not in Florida. But the good news is his wife, his bride, uh, they've been married now for maybe a year or so, did in fact get a job. And I believe Jason's uh, la- uh, landing a good job too. So we're happy for him. And then, and then all, all the adulations, all the things he told me, and then he says, and then Glenn, you know, you didn't ask tough questions. And I know you're a bit of a wuss when it comes to asking tough questions to people that want to be city council, but that's okay. I'm like, oh my God, here it is. It went from like, thank you for everything. And then he throws me under the bus. Dip, 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 Hi, you're on the air. Hey, Glenn. What's happening? Uh, am I the only one that actually 
thinks these Democrats are totally out of their minds. No, of course not. I heard today that the guy that pulled the fire alarm. Yeah, right. The the congressman from New York spent fourteen trillion dollars, and he doesn't care whether you were a slave or not. But as long as you're black, right, we have to pay them back. Right, right, right. We can't say they. Can't say they. Sorry, that's racist. But the whole thing is, is that my family has lived in the North, and we've been here for many generations. We came over second ship after the Mayflower. Right. Never had a slave. Right. Why do I have to pay? Because you live the life of privilege, and then you also live the life when they had to be, uh, they had to deal with Jim Crow laws. You see how that works? Well, that's not my problem. I, no, no, I, no. I've worked my butt off to get to where I am right now. But you're, but you're white. I, I know. I, I, I have. And, and by the way, and by the way, I'm being the devil's advocate here. I'm, 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 I'm speaking on their behalf. I'm giving you their logic. That's all. And by their logic, it's not the mm-hmm. black congressman that pulled the alarm and got away with it. It's the white liberals that got him into office to begin with. That's who I'm talking about. Exactly. Yeah, they run the world. They no, run the country. It's craziness. By but the way, I'll I, tell you what. Yeah. The, the Democrats have just lost their minds. No, they haven't lost their totally. minds. If they lost their minds, they would just give in to Donald Trump. Uh, they, they, they're very calculated. You got that one congressman uh, with the really funky hair. It's obviously died. Uh, and uh, he's, uh, he, he, I forget, is it Rifkin, Rafkin, whichever. You know, nice Irish boy. Mm-hmm. Um, he again. He's and when you listen to him, he just portrays people like uh, white people like we're the worst people in the world. Uh, so the, these are the people that are orchestrating and and are t- truly wagging the nation's tail. The big conflict that the Democrats have, and I'm sorry for saying this again and again, is that they have infighting over Israel versus Hamas. And I th- really think the Republicans should exploit that, but for some reason or other, they they, they don't want yeah. to. So. But the other thing is, you have a, a Democratic. Uh, Congressman or senator, yeah, they want to get rid of the Statue of Liberty. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! When, where, where are you reading this? No, it was on uh, the Plant Show. What, like an it's episode on, of Abbott Costello? It's on News Junkie. Of course, it's on. Everything's you know, on News Junkie. I want, I want to challenge any GOP people because you don't want uh, people coming into this country. You know, the whole thing is, Danny Francis said the other day, let him come on in. No, let's bring him in legally, Yeah, you know, I, illegally. Can I just interject here? I don't like the, the let's bring him in legally argument. Okay. I, I don't like that at all. Uh, it's obviously they're not going to go that route because they're coming over the border through, you know, uh, uh, fen- holes in the fences. They're not coming through, you know, New York or Boston like they used to. But when they say come in legally, again, we, we have to have some type of process of vetting We have to, before they come in here. So we shouldn't just like, okay, you can come in because you're doing it legally. We have to make sure that the people coming in are, are worth coming in here. That's all there is to it. Exactly. But, Glenn, yeah. yesterday I, I listened to your show at this time. Yeah. You were talking to Danny. Yeah. You asked him about the, thir- the 18 to 30-year-olds. Right, men. He dodged that. Yeah, that course. answer. Yeah, of course he did. He dodged it big time. Yeah, these are military aged people. So what does that They're mean? They're coming over here. Yeah, what are they coming over here for? Let me let me challenge you. Are they coming over here to start World War Three from within, like I'm the Tet Offensives or something? Sure. 
I hope not. I mean, a lot of them are Asian. A lot of them are, you know, again, we say, oh, they're all brown people. You know, a lot of these people, you know, it's a good way no, to, you know, you know, a good way to shut up a Sonny Houston from the whole legal, illegal immigrants coming over. You, you could come up with a statistic and say, hey, do you know that there's a lot of European descent people coming by way of New York and, and through the southern border? That will that will motivate her to shut up and start saying, well, we can't allow that. But you can allow everyone else. And but but a good deal yeah. of these people are Asian, which with the Sunny Houses don't like, uh, and uh, a lot of them are coming from uh, you know, from Ukraine and other crappy countries uh, that are they're just a horrible horrible place to but live. There's in. just too many come from South America, right. That are of fighting age, M- most mostly from Venezuela. From uh, yeah, that's, which is a mess down there. But yeah, speaking of really South America, I'm going to play something from the brand new. Prime, I don't know if he's the prime minister, president of Argentina. And no, he's not Avita Perón, uh, but uh, well, her husband, sorry. But uh, I'm going to play what he said. It's all interpreted, and I'm going to play it for you right now. How's that sound? Sounds good. Thank you, my friend. So uh, I, heard, I heard this two days ago, and Argentina's uh, president is, uh, well, according to the, the left, you know, the, you know, the MSNBC crowd, they're very upset with this guy. They don't like him. Uh, because he's president of Argentina, Javier Millel. Millet? He stunts, uh, stuns a room of globalists. He did this at the World Economic Forum, uh, and he, he stunned them into silence after exposing them to their faces for destroying the West. And again, remember, this is, an, this is interpreted uh, by, I believe, a female, whatever. There's a voice over him in the background. Here's how it went. Fixing his microphone. Good afternoon. Thank you very much. <laughs> Today I'm here to tell you that the Western world is in danger. And it is endangered because those who are supposed to have to defend the values of the West are co-opted by a vision of the world that inexorably leads to socialism and thereby to poverty. Unfortunately, in recent decades, motivated by some well-meaning individuals willing to help others and others motivated by the wish to belong to a privileged caste, the main leaders of the Western world have abandoned the model of freedom for different versions of what we call collectivism. We're here to tell you that collectivist experiments are never the solution to the problems that afflict the citizens of the world. Rather, they are the root cause. Do believe me, no one better place than us, Argentines, to testify to these two points. So there you have it. I mean, again, it's a little, dist- it's a little tough to hear him because he's, you can hear him in the background. But could you imagine the gonads on this guy? He just got into office. He looks like he's got a 70s hairdo. He's got a big fat tie. And I'm here to tell you that the Western world is in danger is the first thing out of his mouth. That's incredible. Argentina, you have arrived, my friend. There's a strong chance, however, this guy might be subjected to uh, some violence. I don't know. I just, I, I just don't think 2024 is going to be a, a warm and fuzzy year uh, for people like him making statements like that. All right, I got to do a break right now. But the latest, there's a couple of big stories. Alec Baldwin has been, in, uh, has been indicted as second-degree manslaughter, I believe. 
And then the other big story that came out this afternoon is that Nikki Haley is now shutting down on uh, Mail Online and, and, and forbidding them from going to any of her press conferences because of something they revealed years ago about an alleged affair that went on uh, for, for a long time between she and someone other than her husband. That's going to be coming up next. Uh, we got to do a break. It's almost 530. We'll be back after this. You put off getting a new bed. You really want a new bed. Let's be honest. You probably all right so the other yeah welcome back it's uh 531 whichever uh let's see so i don't know if i could play this i don't know if i want to it's on news nation i don't want the video on this but again just i today i discovered some stories that are just are mind-boggling and I talked, and first of all, we got a firm phone call. But in a little bit, I'm going to talk about how three Kansas City Chiefs fans were at a, a, someone's house, and they were missing, and they were found dead in the backyard of that house, frozen to death. How, how did this one go through the cracks? Why? Because they weren't hot chicks out there in Idaho. That's why. All right, so let's, uh, let's do this. Let's see if we can get the phone. Hi, you're on the air. What's going on, Glenn? Uh, uh, you know what, Jason? I was talking about you. Did you hear your? Did, were your ears ringing? Yes, they were ringing. What were you talking about? I was saying that you are uh, happy to be uh, wherever you are at a dis- uh, undisclosed uh, location, and that your wife just uh, got a new job. Yes, she did. I, I'm very happy, Glenn. I'm not in winter no more, but I want to say this must be lost your audience listening on I appreciate all the support they've given me and also I got a text from a gentleman saying they missed my talking point at the city council meeting yes Uh, and the the thing about that Glenn it's about by the way who's that dude if you want to see that grows want to see that thrives want to see that that does better. You need better thinking mind people. Right. So tell me what's going on in Watertown. You guys had a blizzard last week. We had it a couple of days ago, but 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 here's the thing. No, you know, I'm, you you got to go to News Junkie to find out what's going on in Watertown. Here's the question, Jason. Are you going to run for city council at the next township or whatever you know home base you call home going for? Are you going to get into politics? Yes, I will, Glenn. Um, it will always be my passion because where I'm at, I will reveal my location in due time very soon. So wait, wait. But before you go on, before you go on, can we take can we take a guess of what at least what state you're living in right now, Jason? Um, like state of denial. Clue. I will give you a clue because I like keeping in suspense. This is great. This is Colombo. It's a. Uh, it's um, somewhere in a warm climate. Okay. Maybe mm. or wherever, right? And the 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 positive in, impact and the feedback what I get with people around here talking to them, right? They're very open, and they they see a person. I hope that will have the same kind of principles where I'm at, and I believe that will help me. Um, All right, that's fine. That's fine. Street. All right, so but, but, but I, I hate to interrupt, but we're running out of time. So uh, let me let me ask you this: It's like, what's my line? Uh, did you not say when I spoke to you yesterday that you had snow in the ground? Um, a little bit. A little bit. Okay, maybe so it's an inch. all right. So maybe an inch. Okay, so that are you south of the Mason Dixon line? <laughs> um, maybe. 
Maybe. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe. Um, okay. Does does the um, it does uh, does the the state that you're in start with the uh, the word north or south? Um, I would say south. Okay. So you're in South Carolina. All right. There we go. We figured it out. Wait a minute! You gotta be in South Carolina. You, you, you just said that you're. Where, where else could you be? South Dakota. I'm in the South, but I'm not gonna be yet. But I want to say this much, Glenn. I appreciate your conversation on the phone last night when I called you up, because here's the here's the deal. Then he insulted be me. Happy where you're at and grow. The trainer name will grow. The training name will be financed and strapped, and we will make more money. But not only that, our minds will expand. So, Jason, I got to interrupt. What did you, you gave me some constructive advice at the end of the conversation. Everything was going so great. And I was driving through Public Square yesterday. I said, oh, Jason's doing well. His wife's got a job. And then all of a sudden, Jason just turns on me like a rabid dog and says, oh, by the way, uh, you, you ask, what, what, what did you tell me, Jason? Do you remember something about my line of questioning to people running for city council? Yes, I said, Glenn, you, you are a pushover. <laughs> <laughs> Here it is. It was such a warm and fuzzy moment. And then, oh, by the way, Glenn, you suck. <laughs> you suck big no, moose balls. You suck. Yeah. But, but I hear you talking to the people at RAN and give them a interview and you're a pushover. What I said to you <laughs> is ask them tough questions. If they're not willing to answer them straightforward, they're a waste of your time. All right. Uh, well, I will take that under advisement, Jason. That's for sure. All right, so the the bride's got a good job, um, you know. She works in a you know good working environment. That's exactly what she was looking for when she, she hooked up. I'm happy for her. I'm happy for you, Jason. And uh, so, when are we going to find out what state you're actually in? Uh, it will be very soon, Glenn. But I also want to say this: my wife works at a EV place. So look up EV. EV electric vehicles. Yeah. Right. And and until her dream was fulfilled. My dream will come next. Okay, awesome. Well, you're doing the right thing. You're doing the right thing. Right, because when, when Just the keep wife an comes eye on her. first, yeah. then the husband comes second. There you go. Again, that, that, that will work over. Uh, family country. I'll, I'll be Colombo when all this goes down. <laughs> so you married someone from another country. Yes, yes, he did. And what happened there? Uh, well, she couldn't get a job the at the last one. Sorry. I'll say this much. She, she, she's the most beautiful thing. As you said on my first run, couple years ago with your wife so yes he's a gift and you got cherish that gift you can't make fun of it all the time no 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 definitely not no, not gonna happen all right jason promise, yeah. promise me one thing glenn yeah ask people tough questions i will i will don't be a pushover i won't don't be a pushover i'm not gonna be a pushover all right, right. <laughs> pushover page from the odd couple all right thanks jason uh we'll talk to you soon have a great weekend and your lovely bride you too. You take care, Clark. All right, I'll Thank talk you. to you. I'll talk to you. Yeah. How long have they been together? Well, we don't know, Lieutenant. Uh, maybe two, three years. Where did they live prior to this? Oh, they lived up north near the Canadian border. What sent them down here? Well, apparently uh, the place where they were at, uh, the wife couldn't get any employment. But she got employment down here. Oh, right away. Hmm. Where is he now? Well, he's the victim. No, nah, just kidding. Anyway, I watch, <laughs> I watch way too much Columbo. Everything all of a sudden turns into a big mystery with me now. All right, so this is the, what I was talking about prior to uh, the commercial break. 
Kansas City Chiefs fans' deaths, morning and uh, whatever, whatever show. This is News Nation. This is that crappy station that uh, I think just Jeff Bezos own this. What I forget who owns this. Uh, Chris Cuomo's on it. He's a waste of time. But remember, this was not from this past weekend. It was the weekend before when Kansas City was playing uh, the Raiders. And here's that story. Let's see if this works. Oh, now I gotta do this. Oh, sorry. We are, of course, waiting. Ah, oh, now it's buffering. Let's see if we could start this all over again. Sorry, folks. Dip, 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 day. Dip, 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 do. Here we go. I'm following a Chiefs game. It's getting more and more attention and begging more. Ah, oh, this sucks. Person who. Ah, forget it. All right, so let me read it. To, I mean, I tried, I tried, but I couldn't get anywhere. Typical. Well, me. Oh, no, no, no. Wrong one, wrong one, wrong one. Worst show ever. All right, so let's see if I could get the. Well, anyway, uh, they, they were gone for like a couple of days. No one knew where they were. And uh, they went and they found out. It was a nice house, like Al Bundy's house from Married with Children. And they went outside and they asked the owner and they said, well, you know, what happens? Well, they froze to death. Three of them watching, watching. Why they were watching the game outside on a TV, or maybe maybe they were doing some bong hits, or something tells me that something happened. If they do a, a toxicology report, they'll find fentanyl or something. So the guy probably figured, well, I might as well bring him outside and tell everyone they froze to death. But the fact of, that no one heard about—I mean, it's, it, it, it looks like it's suspicious. Um, but when you see the pictures of these guys, it's just three dudes. And I was like, well, there's nothing sexy here. Just like the, co the four co-eds that got killed uh, what, two, almost, well, back in November of 2022 up there in Idaho. See, you know, just like what Jeff Graham says, if it bleeds, it leads. Well, that's true. Um, quite frankly, I think the story that took place in Lowville, uh, th that murder that took place on the 6th, that, that should be the big, big story. Now, granted, it's in Lewis County, but let's face it. You know, we live in an area where, regardless of you know, with Jefferson, Lewis, St. Lawrence County, we're all big one. Com we're one big community, and I didn't know anything about that until Lori from Akazi and Son mentioned it to me. What do you think about that murder? Well, sometimes when it takes place between two guys or whatever, it's just not sexy enough. Uh, but if it's if it's a ma you know someone with a MAGA hat on, or you know someone storming the Capitol and touching someone's laptop, that's a big story. But somehow this one went by the wayside. Let's go to the phones. Hi, you're on the air. Hey, Glenn. What's happening? Oh, it's Donnie. Yeah, it's Donnie. Yeah. Anyway, so I want to talk about Cliff's um, impending impeachment. Oh, uh, okay. So I think it's a bad move by the mayor and the council if they're going to proceed with that. Um Cliff's going to win that 100% of the time. He's not even charged with a crime. And you're allowed to go to the media with who you're going to vote for. You can tell the media whatever you want when you're elected to council. Do you agree? Well, is this, you know, I was working at, at the new now. Is this why I'm looking at a picture on News Junkie of uh, Councilman Cliff only? Is this what he called in about, uh, about the ethics complaint? Yes, it is. Ethics complaint by Jess. Yes. This, this isn't going anywhere, Donnie. It's not going to happen. Don't worry about it. But the, I, the, the Watertown Daily Times article said that the city was going to move forward with it. Well, I'm sure they are. They got to go through some. I mean, the, I mean, uh, Mayor Jeff Smith started it. And uh, Mary, uh, uh, Sarah Campo Pierce will end it, and they'll do a, 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 a vote. 
And then after that, uh, Councilman Cliff only can go right back to how he was prior. To, right now, he's being a choir boy. So that's what you're saying. The mayor's going to put it up to a vote, and they're going to vote it down, and that's it? Yes, they're going to vote it down. All right. Yeah. All right. That yeah. one's solved. It's solved. So the next thing I want to talk about is uh, the $5,000 reward for the mean team. All right. That's still out there? I thought that was that's an old story. Is that still happening? Yeah, there's still a reward for it. Um, you got a thousand yourself. So yeah, so the the first stuff that I gave, apparently, it was enough for probable cause, but it's not enough for like actual evidence, I guess. So he just wants more. Um, hmm. So Jeff said that the billboard on Factory Street came down. Makes me wonder what's going oh. to be going up in its place. It's Do funny. You have any I, idea? I, I don't know. I, I have no idea. I didn't even know it was taken down. I, I haven't been in that neck of the woods. That's interesting. Uh, well, okay. You didn't listen to the show today. Though. I did not listen to the show today. So what else is that? I mean, you're out there in California. You're doing your thing. Did you run into SG at all? Um, no, but I tell you what, California is pretty crazy. You guys were talking about the migrant pro- the, the migrant problem. Right. I posted a video a few days ago because I've seen dozens and dozens of buses yeah. with um, migrants getting off the bus. Yeah. And uh, I'm like, whoa. And, of course, none of them can speak any English. And normally it's all men. Right. But the video that I, I took, hmm. actually, there, this was the first time out of all those buses that I've seen that I had men, women, and children. Interesting. But still, I mean... They're coming right through California like it's nothing. See, I don't understand that strategy because I, I mean, it, I don't know if it's because they're going to sanctuary cities. More than likely, that's the. That I, I think I just answered my own question. But if you're a Democrat, what you want, you want them to go to red states. You want them to be farmers in Texas. You want them to be farmers in Oklahoma. You want them to be farmers in bigger states like in the Carolina size. What what typically are either purple or red states in your favor. I don't know why you would send them to a blue state to begin with. That doesn't make any sense to me. But well, they got a lot of vineyards out there, through. so they need work. They're coming through this way. Yeah, but where? You know what's going on with the Texas whole West Coast and is the federal blue. government right now? I have no idea. No idea. There's a standoff. Texas is in a standoff with the federal right. government. Right. No, I do know that. Boarding, guarding the border. Right. Right. It's like Harper's Ferry waiting to happen all over again. But anyway. Donnie, it's always good hearing from you. It's amazing because I don't know if you heard, uh, Jason is also has, has moved out. I know you're planning on coming back, but Jason has moved out. He just called prior to your show. So so these this is two calls from people that are originally from Watertown living in other states. We still don't know where Jason's living, uh, but we do know that uh, for the time being. Yeah. I'm just a snowbird. Just a snowbird. Big deal. All right. Sounds good. All right. Well, have a good weekend, Donnie. It's good. Thanks for the report, and uh, thanks for that update. I appreciate it. Yep, no that's, uh, that's Donnie. 755-1240. All right, the other story, uh, Alec Baldwin charged with involuntary manslaughter for the Rust shooting. By the way, that movie was not only completed, it was released. I don't know if there was any type of criticism or any critique, but that movie called Rust was released. By, I don't know if it's on Netflix or... I'd like to see it. I wonder if the moment of truth happens. Did that make the cut? There are movies where people actually die in the scenes. Um, Ben-Hur, at least three people died making Ben-Hur. The Sorcerer, someone died in that. 
there was a there was a, an Eddie Murphy movie, a vampire in Brooklyn. Someone died in that fall. You know, a stunt person died. Uh, that, that something went wrong there. And of course, one of the more famous deaths uh, in making a movie was uh, Vic Morrow, along with two uh, young, I believe, Korean children. They were depicting uh, Vietnam during the '60s, and Vic Morrow went back in time as an Asia, as a as a Viet Cong, whatever, whatever it was. And in the process, uh, John Landis, the director, decided to use incendiary devices uh, too close to a helicopter, and he did it after midnight so that the uh, you know the safety people wouldn't know about it. And somehow or other, he was acquitted. But that did not happen to Alec Baldwin. I, I know the, the, the court systems have become wise to these incidents that, that have taken lives over the years. Uh, the Landis issue took place, I believe, in 1983. But years later, there was a movie with William Hurt. They were doing the life story of, uh, what's his face, Greg Ullman. I mean, why would you want to do a movie about Greg Ullman? But they did. And um, William Hurt played Greg Ullman, and they set up this scene illegally on a bridge, trestle, uh, that had a, a train track through it. It was a lot, you know, and they were supposed to go through the local authorities and, 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 you know, have a safe time of day to shoot this one particular scene. It was a dream sequence. And if you see the pictures of this, they actually have film of the, um, of the moment it happened. They, they, they uh, put William Hurt in a, uh, in a gurney or something like a hospital bed. With you know, with the thing that they hang over, whatever intravenous stuff, and they 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 went ahead without a, a being authorized to do this scene on a live track, and they brought all this equipment, you know, the Steadicam, the the camera itself, audio, not to mention three four different people, the gaffer, the actors, and sure enough, wouldn't you know it, a, a locomotive comes through just like a scene out of that Stand by Me movie. Now they got no place to hide. Everyone's running, including William Hurt. The actor who died last year and everyone threw him under the bus because apparently he beat up his girlfriends and so forth. But that's another story. So while they were trying to get off the track, the one woman, a, a young lady who was, I believe, the sound girl, whichever, she got too close to where, you know, there was a piece of equipment. I don't know if it was a camera. I don't know if it was a tripod, something heavy enough that when the train hit that, it struck her and killed her. So the director, who defied authorities by doing this scene to begin with, went to jail. And I think that set a standard for the Hollywood industry so that when this happened, uh, this rust issue that happened with Alec Baldwin down there in New Mexico a couple of years ago, uh, he was the one who actually had the live gun. He, he threw the, you know, the, the, the gun mistress or whichever under the bus and said, oh, well, it was her fault. But uh, they're really getting down on him because it's a new prosecutor, apparently. But in addition to that, he was the executive producer. He was the guy behind the whole movie to begin with. If he was just an actor that showed up and someone gave him a live gun, well, that's one thing. But because of the other incident, like just mentioned about the Greg Allman incident and the fact that he was an executive producer, he was putting the money behind this mess, uh, he just was uh, charged with involuntary manslaughter. I don't think he'll see a day in jail. But uh, that, that should scare enough people going forward in Hollywood. That's for sure. All right, so there's a break in the action. Let's, uh, let's do our final break of the hour. And uh, we'll be back right after this. Hey, it's your old friend Brad Charlton here at FX Caparakia. And around here, some of the... Johnson's got your mind, Johnson. And welcome back. You know, I ordered something from B&H Photo out of New York. 
And if anyone has ever gotten electronics, particularly like uh, cameras, accessories, they, they, they sell a lot of things. Uh, it's a, there's two locations, one in Midtown, the other one is in Brooklyn. And I tell you what, I mean, and it's a testament not just to them, but I ordered something uh, about, I don't know, three o'clock yesterday in the afternoon. I, I, you know, it was, you know, it was snowing, driving around town. I said, you know what, I need to get this, this, this done. So I just pulled over and I said, okay, I'll get this one, $99, something that, that's going to advance my ability to do wireless stuff with my camera phone. And uh, I said, well, I, I don't need this, so I don't want to spend an extra $15 to get it the next day, which is today, because I just didn't need it. I figured, oh, if I get it by Monday or Tuesday, I'm fine. It arrived today. I ordered it yesterday at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. It's, it's, I already have it. I'm charging them up right now. It's unreal. Hi, you're in the air. Oh, someone's got Hello. Hey, what's happening? Hey, Glenn. Yes. What's going on, man? Oh, it's uh, Tim, the Enchanter. What's happening? Hey, listen, I got a bad feeling about this Jason deal. Well, why is that? Well, uh, I've seen kind of this story play out before. You know, a girl comes over from a foreign country. <laughs> this uh, double, uh, this man that's twice her age. Well, it's not twice his age. Not, not twice her age, but yeah, he is older. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, she's in, well, I don't know. I thought she's in her 20s. She, he's in her 40s. Well, yeah, maybe. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, something to that nature. But uh, I hope it don't end uh, bad for Jason that uh, he gets the taste of America and moves uh, moves on. I don't know. Man. Right, right. Just like uh, Nikki Haley or someone. <laughs> well, I, I've seen it before. I've seen it before. It happens every day. Do you know that there is there is a website? No, it's not a website. It's a, it's, someone showed me this today. Uh, uh, you know, people that more than likely are, are, are behind the five thousand dollars. No, just kidding. Oh, I, I you gotta you gotta look this up, Tim. Sorry, that's the wrong person to talk to. You gotta look this up. Uh, is, is this? Is, is wait? I think is this? Ah, oh, now I can't find it. If those people are listening right now, give me that site again. It's a Facebook. Are we? It's called something like Are we dating the same guy? That's the name of it. Yeah, here it is. Here it is. So there's a series of them on News Junkie, and they're all regional. So there's one for Watertown, one for Syracuse. It, 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 it's, it's about both genders. But the, the, the bottom line behind this, Tim, it's like it's to find out. It's on Facebook, probably Instagram, too. It's called, Are We Dating the Same Girl? Are We Dating the Same Guy? And what it is, yeah, this is, someone just texted me. So, <laughs> so they're listening, which is great. So it, it's all about, you know, kind of exposing people that might be two-timing others. And it's all on Facebook. And it's hilarious. So you got to check it out. I was looking at it. And the guys, you know, doing selfies of themselves, saying, oh, I'm this, that, and the other thing. Meanwhile, they're either in a serious relationship or they're married. So anyway, I figured that, that, that what, what you're talking about, like the Colombo scenario, like set up. By the way, did you hear my Colombo earlier in relation to Jason? Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, what? I saw that one. <laughs> no, I you didn't. Well, oh, 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 the one with uh, Johnny Cash. No, I was coming up with a with a, a Colombo scenario based on Jason and his wife. I thought that was kind of clever. Oh, I know. Yeah, I don't know what's so top secret. I don't know. I don't know either. I mean, at least Donnie yeah. says where he's at, and he's a snowbird. But uh, yeah, Jason did. He yeah, did. That's G. Nothing. We didn't hear nothing of him. He could be on one of those buses 
Right. Knowing SG, he's probably. Yeah. Huh? Knowing SG, he's probably having a relationship. Yeah, thanks. I talked to you. That's uh, Tim. SG's always having a good time. Always. You know, don't don't, don't let any, you know, again, he's got back issues and whatnot. SG probably has the best life on average than the average person. Because he, he's, he's affable. He's, people like him. You know, he's charming. Um, you, know, he does, you know, he doesn't have, really, I mean, he doesn't have, he's got kids. He's a father and whatnot, but they're adults. So, you know, really, he's, 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 he's pretty much living the life of a single person. Going, you know, he's, and he's, he's coast by coastal. He lives here and he moves out there. I didn't know that uh, uh, Donnie did the same thing. I had no, no clue. It was this time last year that Donnie was calling in during the winter months. So I, that's why I thought when Donnie left and went out to uh, to California, that that was a permanent move. But whatever. So anyway, Donnie. Speaking of Donnie, he did text me back, or somebody did. He said, uh, "Someone said, come on, Colombo, referring to me. How did you not pick up on that?" And it says, is Donnie implying that the billboard will now be about the 5K a re- a reward for the meme page? That should be interesting. So, you know, uh, the new, the big news today, a lot of big news today. Uh, but the biggest, of course, is that the billboard has been taken down. The, the last billboard was of uh, former Mayor Jeff Smith and uh, then Councilwoman Sarah Campo Pierce. That has been taken down. And, and, and now the speculation, at least based on this one listener, that that billboard might have a $5,000 reward for the people responsible for the meme page. That's the meme, you know, whatever meme as an M E M E. So that's, that's, you know what? That's why I love having this. One of many reasons why people speculate, but I, for one did not know that that billboard had been taken down. Bear in mind, it's the biggest billboard in town other than the one on Arsenal street by the bridge there. But uh, that same billboard image was on both sides with a different color scheme, whichever clever. That's for sure. Got to give him credit. That, that's, for, that's definitely. All right. We're getting down 10 seconds left in uh, today's wonderful Friday edition of the Live at Five show. It was a pleasure bringing it to you. AM 1240 WE10 Watertown makes us legal. Up next, of course, is CBS News. See you on Monday. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Progressive Insurance. I'm Peter King. There's now a grand jury investigating law enforcement officers who failed to respond quickly enough to the Robb Elementary School massacre in Uvalde, Texas. The Austin American Statesman reports it was seated today. The move comes one day after a Justice Department report cited law enforcement's cascade of failures to properly respond to the 2022 Uvalde Elementary School shooting. The grand jury is expected to consider much of the same evidence as the Department of Justice, and charges could include things such as child endangerment. 19 children and two teachers were killed in the Uvalde attack. Linda Kenyon, CBS News. A New Mexico grand.